0: Hi, welcome back to this podcast. I'm Eva, and this episode is going to be about fruitarianism. So this episode is just about questions that I get asked very, very often about this lifestyle. Um, and yeah, and we get right into it. So the first question is, what is fruitarianism? So fruitarianism is basically eating a lot of fruit um, or actually just eating fruit. So we have sweet fruit and non-sweet fruit sweet fruit is watermelon um, banana cherry strawberry etc so all the fruit that you can imagine and non-sweet fruit would be cucumber tomato zucchini so all of those pumpkin is also a non-sweet fruit and fruitarianism is basically eating these um, fruits it's just those fruits mostly raw so some people are fruitarian and they cook the fruit. However, most of the fruitarians out there just eat the fruit raw in their raw state. And then we have fruitarians who include greens and some fruitarians. But I don't really know much fruitarians who do that, who don't really include any greens and um don't just eat fruit. So to the next question that you probably ask yourself, why on earth would anybody... Be a fraterian or why on earth earth would anybody do this vegetarian diet and i asked myself this question um as well because when i got introduced to the vegetarian diet i was just like this can't work like no way however with the time i've learned i experimented and actually for me it works really really well so why on earth would somebody do it first of all for the energy, because I experienced when I ate for a long period of time, a lot of fruit or only fruit, and I included some greens, but not much, and not much vegetables, for example, not much carrot or beetroot, whatever, just mostly fruit, that I felt incredible. I had immense energy. I was so energetic. I was so happy. My skin cleared up. I I don't know. I was so happy. I could jump all around, do so much sports, and oh, it was just really, really insane. And I've tried it two years ago. That's when I um grew into it, and since then I'm always trying to get back to this site because it's just incredible how I felt. So I think why people do it is just for feeling good. So that's the first reason. Then some people. Think that it's the most um, peaceful diet and I completely agree because whenever you for example eat meat you have to kill an animal before eating the meat however when you um, just for example eat an apple the apple is given to you from the tree so the apple has um, to be so the tree has to give the apple to you in order to um to get another small tree um because in the apple are the seeds and the seeds is the basis for a new tree to grow so what the tree does is to give you the apple so that you can basically eat the apple and the seeds basically when you go to the toilet um while the seeds would be in the ground however now we have kind of with our movement and evolution, we we have houses, so we go into um, the bathroom in our house and we won't grow new trees um, because the seeds flush down the toilet and don't get into the earth anymore. However, that's just the cycle that was probably for a long and maybe for thousands and thousands of years and which is, I think, a very peaceful way. Whereas, for example, when you consume dairy as well, there's a lot of pain and suffering involved. So it's a very, very peaceful um, diet. And I think the third one reason why people might jump into this vegetarian diet is for spiritual reasons. And that's something that I experienced as well, just more mental clarity. I really wanted to, I don't know, just inform myself about spiritual stuff. I really was interested in the law of attraction and just about... Buddhism and different spiritual aspects. So I think that a vegetarian diet can really help you to become more spiritual. Now, the third question is, which are the best countries to be a vegetarian at? And maybe you know from my accent that I'm from Germany. So in Germany, it's actually quite tricky because I would say that in the summertime, being a vegetarian is super easy in Germany because you can get a lot of fruit which is very quite cheap if you compare it to for example USA I mean of course if you compare it to um Bali or Thailand it's not so um cheap however um it's in comparison to other European countries it's quite cheap so the summertime is really easy however the winter time is Uh, is for me it's really horrible I really have to admit it because the fruit quality is very low and it's very expensive and there's not much variety I just have to be honest so if people plan on being fruitarian and move to Germany I just really would say "Hmm, think about it because I actually plan to move to a warmer country Or at least spend the winter in warmer climates because I have experienced two winters as a mostly fruitarian, and it was just not the best time that I had. So maybe the best countries, in my opinion, is definitely Thailand, Bali, so Indonesia, and I think Australia can also be great depending on where you live in Australia. Um, but I heard of some people who live in the warmer climates in Australia and they say it's fantastic to live there and also I really think that the south of Spain and the south of um, France is actually and maybe also the south of Italy is really really great for being a vegetarian. and I've also heard that um, Turkey can also be really great. To be a fruitarian because there are tons and tons of fruit trees. So I actually really would love to go to the south of Spain and live there for some months because the fruit quality is amazing there. So And maybe Costa Rica, I've also heard about some people who live in Costa Rica and they say it's fantastic to be a fruitarian there. And also Ecuador seems to be a really great place to be a fruitarian at. So, The fourth question is can you raise children on a fruitarian diet and I think that this is a quite controversial topic because there are not many people raising their children on a fruitarian diet. I know a couple that is raising their children, they have two children so two boys and they've raised being on a raw vegan diet so they include sometimes nuts and seeds and seaweed and also um i think some vegetables sometimes so some carrots but the majority of their calories comes from fruit and i was to be honest i was really skeptical about it and i was not sure if this can work however seeing those two children thriving was mind-blowing to me. So I 100% believe that you can raise children on a fruitarian diet as I believe that fruitarian diet is the best diet out there. It's just a diet that gives you the most energy and I'm just talking from my experience because I was on a lot of different diets and the fruitarian diet just gave me the best energy, the best feeling and just make me thriving. So you another example is also Karen Renzi. She raised two children, her two children, on a raw vegan diet. I think it's Gabriella and Marco Renzi. And they also, now they're grown up. I've grown up, I think they're about 20 years old or 25, 27 years old. And yeah, they look thriving, they look amazing, have clear skin. And so I really believe that it's possible to raise children on a fruitarian diet. Then the fifth question is: Would you recommend teenagers to go fruitarian? Well, that's a very tricky question because I'm 19 years old. So yesterday was my birthday, and I turned 19. So I and two years ago, I I first started with this fruitarian diet. So I was basically a teenager when I started this fruitarian diet. And to be honest, it was sometimes tricky because, of course, I felt amazing most of the times. But I also experienced a lot of detox because before this vegetarian diet, I ate very unhealthy. I ate lots of mucus-forming food like dairy products and fast food and lots of cereals and all those kinds of stuff. So I ate really, really bad. And I had to get rid of all the toxins inside of my body so when the toxins had to came out I experienced like really terrible 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 detox symptoms so I really believed that first a slow transition would be amazing to just slowly transition transition to this lifestyle maybe first cut out meat then cut out dairy products then some months later maybe cut out eggs and slowly slowly move towards this vegetarian diet and i also believe that you have to do a lot of research you really have to inform yourself about detox about the body a really great book that i can recommend is the detox miracle source book by robert morse it's a great book explaining everything about detox and also the Eighty-Ten-Ten diet by dr douglas graham it's really fantastic books that really explain how detox works and how it can affect your body and that it's nothing to be afraid of but rather something to be happy about that you can finally heal from the inside out. So yeah I really believe that when so my recommendation would really be for teenagers who are interested in a vegetarian diet to slowly transition to it and first read a lot about detox read a lot read a lot of raw food raw vegan vegetarian books before jumping into it so that you just know what you have to expect when you jump into this vegetarian lifestyle and um, the sixth question is what's wrong with fermented food um because a lot of people in the raw vegan community especially in Germany they tend to eat more nuts and seeds and sauerkraut and all and ferment and sprout their beans and stuff. And I really believe that fermenting is, of course, much better than meat. So, if you have the decision between choosing dairy products and fermented products, I would 100% choose the fermented product. However, I believe that if I had your, your opportunity to choose uh, between a fruit and a fermented product, I would definitely choose the fruit. Because fermented is for me something that has already gone bad. For example, when you have a pineapple and you leave the pineapple on the stove or maybe on the desk without eating it, it slowly will turn really sour and start to ferment. And I would never eat the pineapple simply because it doesn't taste as good. And I think that's the same process that happens when you leave the cabbage out there to ferment it turns slightly bad and so i don't really believe that fermenting food is the best the optimal um, thing to do and that's just my opinion um the next question is being fruitarian in northern climates i've already talked about it like i'm from germany and we're quite north so we experience I would say five months of winter where it's really really cold and I don't really have the best um, experience with the winter. I really believe that we as humans have evolved in tropical climates where it was warm and we could be outside and be in the sun and I think that the sun is just so essential to our health. Like Vitamin D is something that we can only get from the sun and it's so vital for our vitality so it's really really necessary so I believe that we are not designed to be in northern climates and as I said I don't have the best the best experience like I believe that being a fruitarian makes me feel extra cold in the winter and I just felt super miserable in the winter time um sometimes and that's why I'm planning to move to suffering countries like the sufferers like spain or france um the next question is benefits of a vegetarian diet um there are a lot of benefits i mean i would not do this lifestyle or this diet um if there would not be any benefits so the benefits that i experienced were first my skin my skin glowed up like i had i had no pimples for a month. I, I don't really get pimples. Maybe I get one pimple in a month or one pimple in two months and so my skin is really really amazing. Um, Also energy. I'm, I have so much energy and this can be sometimes tricky because I'm in university and I have to sit a lot and study a lot and sometimes it can be hard for me to just sit there and concentrate because I want to move around and be outside and Go and walk and do stuff and do activities so this can sometimes be tricky for me but it's okay and another benefit is that I was very very tired um, all the time so with my new energy I don't feel so tired all the time so that's a huge benefit that I experienced. Um, another benefit would be that I just I don't know I I just have the feeling that's just from my experience that I recover more quickly that I can do sports more long more long can you say that Um for example when I go um, doing sports I could dance for hours when there are some people who are dancing three hours and they're just like I have to take a break because I don't know I'm I'm just done with it or I'm just feeling tired and I'm just I could really go the whole evening like that's just something really interesting. And I know um, Michael Armstrong. He is from the USA and he's an ultra marathon runner. He's also a fruitarian. And that's just something that I believe is special to the fruitarian diet that you can really do long term things, that you can do um, sports for a very, very long time without getting tired. That's really, really amazing. And yeah, but of course, um. not everything is great for example when you're on a vegetarian diet you're eating very different to how most people are eating so it's a complete different lifestyle it's really radical and um, just the idea of for example for dinner eating mango or eating a huge salad instead of um chicken is probably very very weird to people or to for lunch just eating grapes or for lunch just eating bananas is probably very very different to a lot of people and I get it and so socially there are some very tricky things and especially for me in my university lifestyle it's more a lot of drinking in university and so and drinking and eating fast food and stuff so it's very different um and to the very last question that I want to talk about is just famous fruitarian people. Um I think the most famous people are Dr. Douglas Graham. He's the author of the 80 1010 diet and then we have Robert Morse. He's the author of the Detox Detox Miracle Sourcebook. And they're great people and they have also their own YouTube channels. You can check them out. I really admire them. Then we have, of course, Lauren Lockman. He also has a YouTube channel. He's more into water fasting, but he's also into a fraternity diet. And she shares a lot of advice, which is really helpful. And we have um, Arnold Ehret. He is um, already dead because he lived 100 years ago but he was basically the founder or someone who really t- did a lot um about the natural hygiene and about the raw food movement and about vegetarianism. So if you're interested in vegetarianism, I would really recommend you to check out those books and those people to learn more about it and I can just really recommend to learn more about it because it has really drastically improved my life um i can really say that and i'm just more than thankful more than grateful for knowing about this diet and yeah i really hope that you enjoyed this q and a video that's part 1 i'm also going to do a q and a video part 2 about vegetarianism and yeah i really hope you have a beautiful day and Maybe if you want to connect more with me, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Freddy Eva. I also have a YouTube channel in English. It's Freddy Eva English. And a German YouTube channel is Friddie Eva. So I really hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye.